Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Here is a message about the cigarette controversy from the Tobacco Institute. Despite years of research, scientists continue to disagree about the alleged hazards of cigarette smoking. Whatever conclusions have been drawn thus far are largely the result of statistics, not clinical or scientific proof. Obviously, much more research is needed. The tobacco industry has granted millions for independent scientific study and will continue its support so that we may replace controversy with facts. All right, folks. Cowboy Killers from the Rogue Media Network. We're back at it again. It's your boy, Harry Slime. And I'm joined, as usual, with my co-host, Ron. Say what's up. Hey, what's going on? Shit, man. We have to know. This is, this is our first in-person episode that we've ever done, by the way. Oh, yeah. We're blasting six together. Yeah, in-, in person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can do that now. Ron's sharing the lovely burly cigarettes with me. That's right. I first off, thank you for uh, bumming cigs. Oh, it's of course appreciate that. That's all. Anytime somebody does like you know, ball, they'll bum a cigarette off me in New York. I'm so sorry about it. I'm like, dude, I get them for thirty dollars a carton. So it's all good. How how much? Okay, how thirty dollars a carton? There's yes. twenty packs to a six. That's two hundred four hundred cigarettes. Yes. Uh, so. What is that, like 10 cents a ciggy? Maybe less? Please don't make me do math right now. <laughs> you know what? Actually, scratch that. Please don't make me do math ever. Yeah, fair. Yeah, fair. fair. Just God. We didn't get into this field because we're good at Look, math. I don't smoke ciggies because I'm smart. <laughs> That's fair. That's, That's not why fair. I did it. No, you got you got to keep it gangster. I like did that. it because this cute little skinny redheaded girl that I went to school with when I was 16 did it. Okay. See, that's at least, at least you were going after getting laid, yeah. As opposed to like the stories, like that we've got on our pod, where it's just like, I mean, for God's sakes, Maya started smoking at twenty nine years old. Which, honestly, I wouldn't tell people that. Like, God bless her; she's great. Shout out to her and everything. But I would, I wouldn't tell people that. <laughs> like, you got through almost all of your twenties, mm-hmm. and. You know what? But you know what? In a certain respect, I, I will say maybe that David Lynch quote about it just being like the pull. I can't paraphrasing, but that power of it and just kind of brought him back to it late in life. Yeah. Like maybe that like works on like non smokers, too. I guess. I don't know. But he's David Lynch. So he gets to say that. That OK, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. I'm still mad at him for putting Twin Peaks on NBC, but that's a whole other story. I mean, wait, or wait, ABC? M- I thought it was NBC. No, that was ABC. Oh, that, Jesus Christ. Yeah, the original even... one was ABC, which was fucking wild. It, yeah, it, it's, yeah. it's wild that like this art house series yeah. got to be on ABC in, like, what, 1993? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It, it's it's it, I, I give the credit to the uh, producers of and, like, you know, who was running the network at the time to do that. Yeah. But 
if there was ever a show that should have been on HBO, mm-hmm. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. I think I, he probably talked to HBO, too. But oh, I, yeah. I, I imagine so. Because, like, I mean, uh, you know, real talk, you know, ABC's bag was probably. Oh, yeah. The, <laughs> mon- the money is always in network. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. So, so he, he probably, especially after, like eating doom so hard and shit like that i i'd want to catch a pretty big check after all that shit yeah that was well that was the whole thing with him just being this kind of hot and indie up-and-coming director and hollywood seeing that and being like all right well is this the next guy from the underground to like make some pop and so that's kind of why they gave him dune yeah and it just wasn't look i appreciate that film for what it is and i can watch it but it was not a good fit yeah you know what i mean are you excited for the new one I am dunk. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I fucking, I, I like, uh, Villeneuve or whatever the fuck is uh, Denise. Vin- Vin- I, uh, Dennis Villeneuve. Jesus. I totally, but I just Ricky that dude. That is fine. He did Blade Runner 2049 shout out, which I will stand by is the best sequel ever made more than free to yell at me in the comments. I'm not going to read them. It's fine. I love that. I saw, I saw Blade Runner 2049, like two or three times in theaters. Well, it's certainly better than anything Star Wars has put out in regards. Uh, to- honestly, yes. <laughs> you know, it was the worst. There was that, um, that, and I don't. It wasn't called. A, no, it was Annihilation. Blade Runner twenty forty nine and Annihilation both came out around the same time. Both are these really great, really well done, really well thought out, really original sci fi, like modern sci fi movies that I just absolutely love. And I'm not a big sci fi guy, but I saw those and they were great. And they both slightly aided at the box office. Which made me feel like, well, great, we're not going to get any cool original sci-fi shit for like 10 years now. Yeah. Because two of them ate shit back to back. Okay, dog, you have hit like a, a, a thing that I would love to talk about because like I grew up being like a sci-fi fan. Like my grandfather was super into it. So he would like, he showed me like Tremors yeah. and like uh, John Carpenter's Ghost of Mars mm-hmm. and just that kind of stuff. The old Godzilla films. I, do you know what I love? I love, I can always pop in the old King Kong, the original King Kong. Yeah. I don't know why. That's one of my weird go-to movies. It, it's a beautiful film. Yeah. It really is. And I am so sick and tired of the Star Wars, Star Trek, sci-fi, like, route. Monopoly, that, basically. Yeah, 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 because there's just so much, like, cooler sci-fi things this just became a true podcast yeah this just became a real (laughs) podcast let's do it yeah let's go no because like like okay i'll shout one out that like i thought was a phenomenal film and i would have loved to you know maybe see where it goes or even maybe do a prequel for it or something like that but was uh that oscar isaac cloning movie Oh fuck! You know I cannot remember the name of that. It movie. is on the tip of my tongue. We have two like two laptops and two cell phones right in front of us. <laughs> I got you, Oscar Isaac, dude. Oscar Isaac rules. Oh, dude, he's such a good fucking actor. Yeah. Uh, let's see here, Oscar Sh- Isaac. Shout out to him in the Coen Brothers film where he played that folk singer too. Oh, dude, Inside Lewin Davis. Yeah, that's oh, a- I fucking love that movie. Such a good film. So wait, Oscar Isaac cloning movie. Let's see here. Annihilation. No, wait. Oscar Isaac. 
No. Ex Machina. Ex Machina. Okay, so first off, the first thing that popped up was an article that said Oscar Isaac to star as Solid Snake in Sony's Metal Gear Solid movie. What? Yeah, so. Okay, I'm sorry, but as a video game nerd, I am kind of curious to see what that's going to be. I, I won't even describe myself as a video game nerd because I'm not going to put myself in the box like that. Yeah. But I grew up as a kid who liked Metal Gear Solid and shit like that. Like, right. I was into that stuff. So, like... And, like, the Metal Gear Solid universe is incredibly dense, and it could be made into, like, a really, really cool film. We will see. Historically, these things have We just back. keep going harder. Dude, real podcasting hours yeah. right here. Yeah. This is, this is raw, real podcasting time, and I love it. it it's uh, – but to, to put that into what we were saying, like, I am 100% even if it doesn't work – I'm a hundred percent for it right. because at least it's not Star Wars. Yeah, fair. at least it's not you know Star Trek or whatever. Fair. I mean, I'll give you that. So you know, um, but I, I, like watching a good sci-fi flick, like one that's like really like like Blade Runner is a great example of that, where like you know you're starting to get into the philosophical implications as, right. oppo as opposed to, you know, just like a space battle. I mean, it's fucking beautiful. Man. Oh yeah. No. What was a couple of movies we watched last night? We did like a double feature last night. I watched a horror movie called the lodge, uh, which is on Hulu. I, I highly recommend that. Uh, Alicia Silverstone's really the only kind of name in it. Uh, but it's probably the best take on this kind of like cabin in the woods trope that you see in horror all the time. It's probably the best take I've seen on that in a while. Uh, I won't say too much about it. Go watch it. It's on Hulu. It's worth the watch if you're in a horror mood. I'll just say it's one of those where wherever you think it's going, it's not. Oh, That's okay. always fun. Yeah. I, there was something else we watched before that, but I can't remember. We were on like a horror movie spree. Nice. Yeah. Nice. But we watched The Lodge and we watched something else. Um, I have a movie chat because I'm an absolute goddamn virgin <laughs> that I have to send. I have to send people on the internet like i saw this <laughs> and then oh lords of chaos i think we kind of talked about that oh the norwegian death metal the norwegian death metal band yeah uh who is like i was reading i love uh so yes the guy varg who like was the one who killed the guitar player and burned down the churches and all that shit yeah. was upset that a jew played him in the movie so that guy hasn't changed <laughs> one bit he's still up to his old tricks uh and he put out another album recently, and it, there was a quote when he was releasing it that said, yeah, you know, music's never been my main passion. It's always been tabletop gaming. And it's like, okay, first off, what the fuck kind of quote is that? <laughs> I That just, like, weirdly racks me. But it's like, dude, you used to burn down churches. Yeah. What are you talking about? Like, why didn't you channel that energy into Monopoly? Uh, dude, 100% and, like, because he has a social media presence. Does and, he? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm almost positive he's on Instagram. And he's such a bland dad poster on Instagram that'll... Because, uh, like, it'll be, like, a picture of, like, some meat grilling on, like, the, the grill. And he'll be like, yep, looks like it's going to be another fun weekend in the family. Going to be doing some camping and some grilling. Can't beat this. And you're like, what? Wow. what? And then, dude, there's somebody else who was like a part of it, maybe a member of the band or whatever, who like saw the movie and had some quote where they're like, it just made us all look like a bunch of like 
idiots and losers. And it's like, you were. You were edgy atheists. <laughs> like, if you would have been born in 1990 as opposed to when the fuck ever they were born. Yeah, you would just be on the atheism subreddit and, like, yeah. listening to fucking, I don't know, like, uh, what's a good, I, I'm trying to do a deep punch here. I don't want to go for a low-hanging fruit. Like, Cradle Filth or something like that. Yeah, you, you'd have, like, strong opinions about I hate God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, a fucking, uh, no, well, and, and there's something else about that movie that uh, always kind of interested me. They... Throughout, there's a lot of archival footage and from like when they were you know younger and you know kind of running around you know there's I think they were in Bergen Norway but I could be wrong on that yes is that it I think it was something like that dude they kind of bounced around a lot they're naming all these cities and I was like I don't know where any of these are just like yeah we're in <laughs> well and 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 one of my favorite things about it and like I'm obviously not trying to like you know. Uh, say that somebody's experience isn't valid. Right. But the, when they do these, like you see these archival footage or see this archival footage, you see all of these beautiful Norwegian landscapes and these quaint, cute, small, beautiful, small towns. I apologize, podcast, or it probably sounds like somebody getting shot back <laughs> yeah. there. But, it's just trash. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's it's just this beautiful beautiful landscapes and just all this like really sweet areas and like these and like i mean it's fucking norway so every house is painted like a cool yeah. color and they're like stuck inside the mountainside and like there's a little fishing area it's it's beautiful it's yeah. fucking paradise and then the camera pans over to these guys in face makeup just being like Oh, I'm so depressed. Yeah, I'm so depressed, and it's sadness, and it's just like, like, like I said, I'm not trying to discredit anybody's experience, but there is a certain point where it's just like, dog, you're in heaven. Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> well, and like even the dude, the guitar player, Uranimus or whatever his name was, the one who was killed and everything. The movie was kind of told from his perspective and whatever. Who owned the record shop and all that shit? Who his dad paid the rent on for the record shop? Yeah. And as soon as all the criminal shit started to happen, he stopped paying rent and cut ties. It's like you're just edgy, like spoiled rich kids. Like, the dude, the murderer, the guy who killed Uranimus, like, his mom paid to have his album, his first album made. So it's like, you guys are all just, like, edgy rich kids. Yeah, You're yeah. just, like, edgy, spoiled, like, pieces of shit. So, yeah, made for a good story, but it's like, oh, it made us look like losers. Well, you fucking were, dude. <laughs> you were. Yeah, dude. And they're like, we don't want groupies. We don't like it. It's like, would you shut up and just get some pussy? Uh, dude, I, uh... The, the funny thing about Varg is, like, you know, he does, like, the metal stuff, but there was, like, a period of, like, when he was in prison and then when he was, like, out of it where he was, like, super into, like, synth music, like, ambient synth oh, music. Oh, yeah, I think I read that. And I always thought, like, dude, it's kind of impressive that a guy could make ambient synth music racist. Like, yeah. that's a real power. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, that's a new genre. Yeah, yeah dude. Yeah. White power ambient. Also, <laughs> I thought that, that was Kieran Culkin in the movie as Uranimus, but it turns out that's Rory Culkin. How many Culkins are there? 
There's uh, there's a couple of them because they're that th- that's Broadway family. So they're that's like uh, ah. they're all speaking of edgy rich kids. Yeah, they're all the son of uh, I can't remember his name, but his last name's Culkin, and yeah. he was like a big time Broadway actor. Okay, all right. I actually didn't know that. Well, I, I mean, I saw Kieran Culkin when I worked on that HBO show. Uh, seems nice. Take it out, what you will. I don't know, dude. I shout out to Kieran Culkin who is great on that show. Yeah. And shout out to Macaulay Culkin for the pizza themed Velvet Underground cover band. Yes, that's that's I like. Because that's what you do with Home Alone money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, dude, yeah. yeah. When you're coasting like that, that is the type of project that oh, comes out. Absolutely, that's called being creative on your own terms, and that's the dream. <laughs> yeah, that's like you've just accomplished. You you finished the main mission. Now you're just on like side quest. Oh, dude, yeah. that's okay. So. You and I are like music and film guys, obviously. Mm. Let's go into that. Let's go into like artists and projects that clearly have been made where it's like, yeah, I got paper stacks to the ceiling. I'm doing whatever. Oh, yeah, whatever the fuck I want. Like for me, a great example of this is Jerry Seinfeld's Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee. Yeah, that shit is just a flex. Yeah, yeah. Like, like that no. is all that is. Well, we have to talk about the king of like the scheme flex, which is Adam Sandler. Yeah, with his Netflix deals. Every move, people, many people have pointed this out. This is not original thought, but all he has these crazy big money deals with Netflix for all these like 10, 20 movies. They're all set on a beach. They're all just with. They all co-star as friends and like some hot co-lead that he gets to get with. So he. Netflix is paying this dude to basically be on vacation with his buddies yeah. year round. Yeah. 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 I mean, it, it's such a. Well, and you know what? We got to say the shout out to the man for occasionally pulling one of out of his ass with like uncut gems. Oh, yeah. 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 And whenever he feels like dropping his balls, he can. Yeah. 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 But he's going to do it when he wants to, not <laughs> when you want to. Yeah, dude. Yeah. It It's uh. In a weird way, Adam Sandler, and I'm not putting any kind of the creepiness on him with this person, but as far as the just flexing his nuts constantly at the industry, he is at like Marlon Brando level. Oh, yeah. You want to talk? Here's a great musical scheme. A lot of people, I don't, I feel like not enough people don't talk about this. Maybe it's because they don't know. Frank Ocean, who I have a tattoo of, the R&B singer I'm a big fan of. So for anybody who doesn't know, the story was his his most recent album, his second album, was called Blonde. Yeah. That was wildly popular. Uh, he got a $40 million deal from Apple or, yeah, Apple Music to have it as a two-week exclusive there. Uh, what happened was is he was signed to Def Jam. He had one more album left in that contract. So what he did is over the years... He's like, hey, I've got Blonde at the end of that. He's like, this is Blonde. This is the next album. And Def Jam was like, oh, hey, that sounds great. This this looks awesome. And he went, no, 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 no. Here's another album that I kind of worked on. You can kind of look at it as like the B-sides from Blonde, just things that didn't make the cut. Here's an album. All these songs, I'm going to name it Endless. That's the album that you guys get. I'm taking the actual album because giving them that one album gets them out of the contract. Yeah. So now I'm taking this album, Blonde, that I made with your money <laughs> and your resources, and I'm taking it to Apple Music, and they're giving me $40 million. That's a hustle. To, and, yeah, dude. And everybody was like, no label will ever work with you again. And he was just like, yeah, that's kind of the point. 
He's like, I'm just, I'm done. I scanned, I got the money, I'm out. And now he's opening a, uh, he's still doing music. He's headlining Coachella in 2023. He was supposed to headline last year, but then COVID. But he's just opened a uh, luxury designer line in New York City selling like jewelry and like doing connections with Prada and everything. Dude just took the money and was like, all right, how do I make myself solid for life? Yeah. Like, how do I like build and invest something outside of like fucking music? Yeah. 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 No, he he straight took the bag and ran, yeah. bro. And that shit, what a! I did not know that he did that. But yeah. That is such a smart business that's move. Like, that's and, Prince level shit. Yeah, and nobody talks about it. I just I don't know if more people don't know that, but that's like one of the most fucking insane, like flex scams in that, the entertainment industry in that general. Is, that is beautiful. And Endless is a great album too. I mean, Def Jam got that, but I mean, everybody. I mean, yeah. Blonde is yeah, blonde. Yeah. Nobody, yeah. Dallas is a great album. Nobody's really. I, 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 I don't. I don't want to say nobody cares, but in comparison, nobody cares. Yeah, yeah. So that's yeah. yeah, great. Shout out to the scam kings, um, swiping credit cards and all that shit. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I've, I've always been impressed uh, with somebody that could do something like that. Okay, here's one you might not know of. This one. This one is more evil, I'm going to be honest. It's, I'm not promoting this. Whereas the Frank Ocean thing, if you can pull that off, by all means, do that. Yeah. This one I am not promoting, but this is this is a darker side. So when, they, when Ozzy did the remasters for uh, his solo albums uh, in, like, the early 2010s, yeah. they... Instead of, like, getting the original master tapes and, like, sending them to a company, they go through, put it in, like, a fancy, you know, mixing program and, you know, make it like that. Yeah. What they did was is they just went and got cheap studio musicians to come in and record all the parts again. And that way, they didn't have to pay royalties to Randy Rhodes or any of the original members that pe- played oh, on the. Fuck. Yeah. Damn. Damn. Sharon is a cold-hearted motherfucker. Damn. And like, she is like, because she Sharon is like Ozzy's business managers, and like, man, like that that woman knows how to scheme. That Damn. woman knows how to scheme, bro. Well, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, that's that's why, on the flip side of this, I'm not, like, a fan of this band, but I do give credit to Metallica when Robert Trujillo joined. They just gave him straight a million dollars. You know what? We want to tie this all up in a nice little bow. This is a point I always made. Remember in the 80s when everybody lost, like, Christians lost their head over metal, being like, Metallica is satanic. It's the devil's music and everything. The wildest part about that is there is a small section of the metal world that was legitimately like that. I mean, very small niche, but there were people who were everything that those Christians feared. But they looked at Metallica and they were like, no, the band that Napster made cry. <laughs> that's of the devil. <laughs> the the band that the lead singer goes on the Joe Rogan podcast and says that the reason why he left San Francisco is because he was mad that liberals in his neighborhood were pissed off at the deer carcasses he would bring home. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck. Uh, <laughs> it's so bad, dude. Damn. Well, and, and like, 
I, I don't know if you've ever seen it, but like as far as trashy rock docs, you can't get any better than some kind of monster. Oh yeah, some kind of monster was fun. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> did you ever see that movie, that other concert film that they did? Which the it was like half concert film, half narrative movie. Where it's like one of their roadies has to run out to get batteries, but the apocalypse starts happening as he's like out running this errand and him trying to like run back and get back. And it's intercut with all these like just them making music and shit, like playing no. the concert. And then it starts to interact like the place shutters and the light flickers and he's just like, whoa, calm down, everybody. It's OK. We're... <laughs> it's wild. <laughs> oh I'll check that out. Oh. oh, my God, dude. Oh, man. Well. I think my lunch appointment. Are we sitting pretty good? We are at 23. Oh, fuck. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. I thought we were going longer than that. Uh, no, we're at 20. I, we could probably, I mean, if we could, well, we're about to be 24. Um, I mean, I, we could probably, you know, wrap up around, you know, because we're smoking ciggies while we're doing this, so yeah. this is all ciggy, ciggy related. Yeah. Um. But um. Yeah. I. I. I guess we could probably wrap it up right around here. Um. Yeah. She showed up early. I'm sorry. She's there now. You're cool. You're oh yeah. Cool. <laughs> um. Go ahead and do some plugs. If anybody wants anything from me, go to allmylinks.com/slash/ronirvin e-r-v-i-n stand-up comedy social media all that good shit. Go check that out. If you want anything from me, uh, allmylinks.com slash Harry Slime. That's right, folks. I changed it up. Uh, podcast, music, art. Go check out my new music video that I co-directed with my uh, by the band Lever called Don't Wait For Me. Check that out. Actually, I'll tell you what, Ron, you go ahead and go, and I'll just close it out with, like, uh, uh, I'll just kind of, like, close it out by myself. Oh, hell yeah. And uh, I'll finish it up for you. Yeah, I'm sorry about this. She showed up, like... She's 13 minutes early. She's there now. We're supposed to meet at four. You're good. Yeah. You're good. Um, all right. So Ron's out, everybody, and we're going to finish this up. Uh, we'll pull up some. I love everybody. I love you all. Please listen to Coney Boys. Please listen to other cowboy killers. There we go. Yeah. Please listen to Junkhead. Yeah, listen. To, yeah, especially listen to Junkhead. Listen to. Um, I'm just going to leave this here. Yeah, no, that's totally cool. Um, listen, you got to come and hang out with us on our streams. Those are always fun. We usually do those on like Sunday, but if you ever like check out all of the different, like we were talking about this on other episodes, bye Ron. Yeah. If you talk, if you check out all the different celebrities who smoke, we've kind of gotten into this on like another episode, but the one thing that I wanted to like check out with this is if you go back in like rock history, pretty much like every like cool photograph of musicians is featuring is featuring a cigarette. Like damn near. I mean, everybody that you can think of. If you look at like the 60s or the 70s, 80s, hell even the 50s. I mean, damn near every—it's it, incredible. And we really, especially with, like, the smoking bands that we had in, like, the mid-2000s, we really don't smoke that much in comparison. It's honestly kind of uh, impressive how little, you know, society is, like, smokes in comparison to, like, those old times. 
Tell you what, Humphrey Bogart looks great with a cigarette in his mouth. That's for damn sure. What a classic icon of smoking. If folks haven't seen Casablanca, be sure to check that out. Or or uh, The Maltese Falcon or The Treasure of Sierra Madre. Those are great films. You cannot beat that era, especially when it comes, you know, we've talked about, like, advertising and different, you know, cigarette brands. I didn't even know L&M's were around, you know, a long time ago, but they've been around forever. I mean, I'm, I'm looking at an ad. This is probably from, like, the 40s or 50s. This is it. L&M filters are just what the doctor ordered. Uh, maybe I guess it could be like the 60s or 70s, you know, given the filter thing. But still, that's that's wild. Chesterfield. I like Chesterfield's milder, better taste. It's my cigarette. And that's Joan Crawford. It's a good-looking woman. Just absolutely looking like a total bombshell with a cigarette. I mean, that... People looked amazing with cigarettes back in the day. Obviously, it's a lot of, like, you know, old-school Photoshop. Uh, I think it's called photo brushing or whatever, but you, you really can't beat the look of some of these people because, I, I, I mean, like, they had such a natural vibe to them. It's utterly unreal. Oh, shit. Ronald Reagan did a Chesterfield ad. That's really fucking cool. My cigarette is the mild cigarette. That's why Chesterfield is my favorite. Ronald Reagan starring in The Voice of the Turtle. <laughs> oh, God, it's like a young Reagan chilling with a cigarette in his mouth. You know, the funny thing is, is he still looks like a dork, even with a ciggy in his mouth. That's kind of fucking impressive. You know, all of these other photographs, like these, these folks look cool with ciggies in their mouths. He looks he, i mean he just looks like a total fucking dork it's hilarious oh my god let's see what other celebrities fred mcmurray there's nothing like a mild cool smoke that's why i smoke chesterfields chesterfields was pushing it back in the day straight up they didn't give a fuck it's kind of impressive really i mean damn how do you i it probably was like, I bet you got really, really good fucking money for doing this shit. Jack Webb, he's he did a Chesterfield ad. Jesus. And a baseball player, William, I don't know who that is. He looks like a baseball player, a Yankee. But that's still, that's still the, that's a big get back in the day. Well, anyways, folks, we're out of here. Cowboy Killers, we're going to go smoke a few more ciggies i'm gonna we're gonna record coney boys tonight but i want y'all to have a great day or a great evening take her easy we are out this has been a rogue media podcast 